Aloha and howdy howdy and a ni hao and a konnichiwa. Greetings to you from Georgia. We are driving through Georgia and I'll tell you what, there's some interesting spiritual things as you drive through here. I had a really interesting dream I'd like to talk about and share some reflections. We're going to compare and contrast. So much going on. Where do you begin It's the spirit, man. It's spirit wars. It's the spirit force. You guys are the spirit force. Those that choose to be chosen. As one of my mentors told me long ago. You choose to be chosen, Michael. You choose to be chosen. You got to wake up every day and choose to be chosen. So, choose to be chosen. I've been playing a lot of the TikTokers. And I know that can get kind of overwhelming. It's like watching the final battle endgame assembly of the Battle of Armageddon and really it's like Armageddon every day because in the spirit we are all assembling and we are going through the multiverse joining together our multitudes of battlefields sometimes crisscrossing with our neighbors and our friends in the spirit as we align to take down a constellation of death stars this is Rogue Chicken checking in This is Gold Chicken checking in, or they say clocking in, clucking in. (laughs) Hold on, let me uh, let me get some more coffee here. We we gotta get revved up. I got a really crazy dream to share. Hallelujah! I love the Spare Wars. A day in the Spare Force is like a day in the farm. Mr. Frodo, Mr. Frodo, Mr. Frodo. So, if you don't know who I am, if maybe you somehow stumbled upon this podcast, it's uh, it's a long story. Because, uh, well, I was inducted into the Spirit Wars since even before I was even born. It was a quantum leap, I tell you. I am actually an Asian peasant that was... Uh, Killed in an unfortunate accident in China in 1852. And I found myself... No, I'm not. I'm not I'm not into reincarnation. Don't really believe in that, but... You know, when I grew up, I had a different taste in the world for things and was very sheltered thanks to my father homeschooling us, my mom reading us the Bible, and learning slowly about the kingdom and the ways of God and that we shouldn't allow witchcraft into our lives and we shouldn't watch certain shows 
And then I found, I got saved and I met Jesus and started to find out about more about my grandfather and what they did, Derek Prince and Don Basham and friends. And I had this call to Asia to just kind of get away from it all, you know, leave America, go to Japan, have a white clean slate, you know, get out of the church system and just seek the Lord and read the Bible for myself. Gosh, darn it. And uh, clear away the, the religious rubble, the rabble rousers of the religious spirit of America, the murky spirit, United States of America, and really like realizing that God exists, that as a logical fact. And the way that he manifested to me in a countless myriad of ways that were so intimate and meaningful. And I just knew that if God exists, then he deserves everything. He deserves your entire life. I mean, yes, I'll fail. Yes, I'll stumble. I'll go, although I don't know the way. Um, that you know like nothing else really matters in comparison to just your relationship with God and your walk with God I mean that's your primary duty your primary fall back on responsibility every single day is uh, is your faith and your walk with God and your connection to God and then how do you feed your faith well the Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God so I just dove into the word of God and I started to realize that most Christians don't even really know the Bible. They don't care. They just, they're, they're very shallow in their perception of God, in their connection to God, I guess. And not that I have anything against those people. It was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm leaving. And so even throughout my journeys in Japan and then joining a missionary operation and going throughout the world and China and India and Nepal, because I had a, a network of, of friends in the early 2000s, very high-tech, very militaristic, very organized, very disciplined. Um, and I look back on those days with fondness. I remember the Shire. Do you remember the Shire, Bilbo? Oh, yes, I remember. Those were the days. Boom, boom, boom. I'm Gandalf. Ooh. But, uh, a greater war was taught to me in those days that we would have to face the Antichrist, that there would be an end time, uh, third temple of Solomon built, tribulation before the rapture, and finally the great battle of Armageddon. So it was very Lord of the Rings-esque. And as I drive through Georgia, following my dad and his Wrangler, we're going uh, up to North Carolina after going down to the disaster zone. Everything feels very Lord of the Rings because you get told the four kings were given the Lord of the Rings power over the, you know, I'm butchering this, but you're told the whole story in the beginning. And you're not really sure what's going on. You're kind of just like thrown into this world. Kind of like Star Wars, too. Just, boom, you're in it. There's, like, a chase going on. There's, like, 
all kinds of technology and robots and everything is so real and not one shot feels fake not one inch you're just immediately thrust into this in this new world of magical space wizards and hobbits and and that's really what the spirit wars is like especially if you've been to japan especially if you've been outside america with all of our arby's and burger kings and mcdonald's and uh cars and super eight motels and flat screen tvs fake reality just being just barfed into your face sorry to use that but i mean that's what you have when you live in america you know the cia since five or six years ago sorry to tell you this with this sweet music in the background they have legalized lying to the american public so now you are basically under constant bombardment of not just poison in the air i'm driving under all these chemtrails here not just not just uh, stupid, mindless entertainment and dumb materialism of like focusing on your vehicle, but actual lies. I mean, you're not being told what's happening in Ukraine and Russia right now. You're not even being given an opportunity to listen to the entire speech that Xi Jinping just gave yesterday swearing himself in as dictator for life he was not voted in that was the communist party that voted him in hallelujah glory we're driving through a random little town full of masonic temples and psychic readers and of course a burger king and a mcdonald's and a i mean america is so artificial although at her core that hyperdrive of liberty still seems to function although it's pittering and pattering and sputtering and leaking gas and oil and we don't know if she'll survive but meanwhile we have to cut through all the the fakey stuff all the the flat screen brainwash look at reality look at russia and ukraine look at china and taiwan look at what happened between 2020 and 2022 major major tyranny that we just went through we had a new world order, global empire of the first rising dictatorship. America can be summed up in one word. So zooming back out to the 30,000 foot perspective and beyond, I love talking to my friend Richard because he's got like this galactic astronomical viewpoint having been in the field of astronomy. And then zooming back into the very fine fabric details of the human body and how the heart and the lungs and the liver and the system of balance of your your very fine, intricate biological functions are all interconnected at the micro and macro levels. And then when you zoom back and forth between those 
extremely tiny but precious and important integral systems all the way back out to the to the stars when you keep going back and forth between that kind of ant-man quantum universe everything in between you see the interconnectedness of it and you're not a conspiracy theorist and you're not a flat earther i saw this really funny meme it's like this guy it's like it says me and then these bowling pins it says a normal conversation and then the bowling ball and he's about to throw it and it says the earth is flat <laughs> like anytime somebody that believes in flat earth enters a, a normal conversation it just <laughs> destroys everything it's like yep we're done yeah uh, yeah so I don't go there I don't even talk conspiracies with people I let them say it because at this point my work is done I don't need to break the ice no more with that kind of stuff everybody else gets to say it and then I laughingly jokingly say well Michael Basham was right and uh you know I told you so and I told you so and I told you so and oh my gosh did I tell you so and oh I really told you so and you and you and obnoxiously just pointing my finger at random imaginary people you know before I left in 2000 because everything is leading to the battle of Armageddon guys this is the spirit wars and the spirit force, what we actually do around here is we're assembling an army, a spiritual army. And there was a huge wake up because of the lockdowns, because of the initiation, the pulling of the trigger, if you will, of the New World Order, the global government. And then there was that release of like, all right, well, we've already injected a ton of people and they're going to slowly die now and become impotent. Uh, depopulation, you know, check. Okay, well, they're not going to fall for a monkeypox vaccine. Well, let's move things to the nuclear war thing. So, you know, there's definitely deals being made behind the scenes. If you pay attention to the last few decades, there's been deals with China, with Russia. Everybody's at the table here, and God is over everything. Satan can't just blow up the world, and he, he needs to drag people to hell. He, he doesn't even want to just kill everybody. He wants people to lose their souls. That's the final end goal. So only death itself is not the, is not the absolute ultimate goal. And the dream that I had last night directly ties into this. Um, we are facing a spiritual digital gulag. There is a coming system of smart cities, they call them, but they're actually giant prisons. And I keep having these recurring dreams where I'm in a giant prison, the city, the size of a city. This one was underground. A friend of mine named John Larson that I used to work with, he's been through a lot. Please pray for him. And then my friend Justin, who I've traveled the world with, and then a few other people that were close to us, similar friends. And myself, we we found some kind of opening and John was the one who wanted to go down there. And it was like this medieval kind of knights and Renaissance knights or, or medieval knights kind of world. And we go and find ourselves in this little prison. And it was very detailed. I remember the details very well. We were in this little prison thing, but it was part of a bigger network of a giant underground city and it was very dilapidated, but they tried to make it look like it had a functioning economy. It had a highway that went through it. 
<clears throat> I found out later on. But first we had to get out of our little prison cell and we were trying to find all these different ways. We were in there for a really long time. And we would like jump on each other's backs to try to like jump up and grab the handlebars or whatever, a, a bar and do a pull up and see if we could get sneak out. But there were spies everywhere. There were there were watchers. It was very difficult to get to get anything done, to get anywhere. And, and when, once you did get caught, there was this legalization of torture, like a delight in torturing people. So there was a very heavy spirit of fear. And I don't know if it has to do with the fact that, you know, this was while this is like the first time I've ever spent the night in Georgia and there's major human trafficking. There's major like a yucky feeling just walking around. There's nice people, but the spirit of oppression is very palpable here. You know, you drive around Athens and outside of Atlanta, like this is one of the major hubs of human trafficking. So the dream went on and eventually like to kind of skip over the details, this prison, I eventually made it to where I could almost get out. And I figured out that it was through working in education and tutoring. And I found some people that wanted an English teacher and I was tutoring their kids. And then I eventually got to like see how the highway operated. I was in a car. We drove back and forth from one end of the city to the other and it was all underground it was this huge cave very well lit but it was an underground cave and this highway was literally going nowhere like you would go on from on a car drive from one end and then they would say okay turn around go back and the cars were decent looking enough and then you drive to the other side of the highway and then the same thing it was just like a truman show meaningless loop very weird dream eventually i found out how to get out of there and it was by driving and I found a secret road that led to you had to like go on a detour and turn left and then make another left at this one sign and then you could just barely get out and I couldn't believe I gotten out and I knew that if anybody saw me I'd probably get like imprisoned and tortured again um so my but my friends were still in there so I started to go and find ways to get to the free world and then go back into the prison to get guys out of there. And I couldn't quite get to my friends yet, but I was getting to like these random people that knew that I had figured out a way and I was smuggling people out of the prison one by one. And they were, I remember one of the, one of them was a family and they had this like young boy or some kid that was old enough to know what was happening. And the child was just jumping up and down for joy because they knew like we're getting out of here it was just a terrible place like really terrible feeling so anyway I woke up from the dream and um, my dad was throwing pillows at me like wake up you have 10 more minutes to get the terrible coffee they have at the super 8 motel it's like okay and um, I was like I had the weirdest dream and he's like okay I know you gotta write down your dream alright and so I got a chance to write it down and now we're on our way to North Carolina and I'm telling it to you because I feel like this has significance sharing a dream um, I haven't had enough time in the Bible recently but I've been opening it randomly to like and it was told unto Joseph via a dream that he should go to Egypt and you know or the wise men to not go to Herod like the ancients understood the importance and the significance of dreams. We, however, seem to think that 
well, you know, dreams are, are interesting and all, but we should really focus on what Joe Biden said today. Or the idiot, you know, kid that's running up to the motorcade with a Trump flag. Probably an FBI agent dressed up like an idiot. I don't know. They always do that. Like, who is dumb enough? I mean, that's like how you get shot. It's like run up to the motorcade. Anyway, he could have been a suicide bomber. Like, what the heck? Like, why wasn't he shot? Anyway, I don't... I don't... I mean, that was just all immature and silly. That's not the biggest news. The biggest news is what is God doing? And what is happening on the 30,000 foot perspective, the interstellar perspective, and what's happening in the DNA in your bloodstream perspective. The Bible talks a lot about blood, about water, about breath. These are the things that connect us to the spirit realm, not your bank account so much. Although the Bible does talk about money as well, and we're about to enter into a digital currency system very soon. So, I mean, prepare all you can. I'm not a good prepper, but I am talking spirit bucks, faith bucks. And God's been talking to me about that too, about the monetary value and the idea of faith having quantities. Not that they're the same thing by no means, but there's a sense of the wealth in the kingdom is your faith. And according unto your faith, be it unto you. So when two or more agree together, that's why I put these messages out there. If I can just get one person to be in agreement with me, even if you just listen to a few minutes of my show, you download the Spreaker app and you get notified, oh, Michael Basham's blabbering again, or maybe he was on Omega Man or he interviewed somebody. I have so many interviews on faithbucks.com. And maybe you'll be a guest. I mean, I don't know. I just, at this point, we've we've made contact and that has significance and it has a force to it. And I'm continuing the, the transmission, even if it's like on a road trip and we're, we're blazing trails forward. We're going into this new dimension of we're going to have to live by faith. We're going to have to learn how to just do things a different way not saying quit your job just saying like don't worry about half the things that the world's telling you to worry about and oh my gosh it's a big chemtrail man wow i mean that is like a naked giant chemtrail they are just crop dusting georgia like florida was kind of a little bit huh but man you can almost feel it in your throat here i need to drink a glass of water my my daughter's favorite thing to say is I want to drink a chocolate milk baba and watch a movie with my daddy. So we're always kind of quoting that. It's like, how do you say no to that? I want to watch a chocolate movie with my daddy. It's like your cute little sweet three-year-old wants to snuggle up and cuddle daddy and watch a movie. Anyway, I will be right back in just a moment.
we don't really do commercials so much. I would do it if I got around to it, but um, I would like to do some shout outs to, uh, if you guys want to learn how to mystically ascend, Paula Mangucci, uh, check out her YouTube church. She's really got a sweet spirit. I love her consistency to mentor people, mystical revelator men mentorship. And you can join that for uh, $20 a month and be a part of those Ascension uh, group meetings and kind of learn how that operates. And she's written several books that are really trippy. I love the, the spiritual meat and she is a purveyor of that spiritual meat. I've interviewed her a few times. You can check out her sh those shows too, but I think you really get into the meat and the bones when you, the meat, not the bones. When you go and you join the Rev, Paula Mangucci, Saraboni is her spirit name. It's like Sarah, which is like a spiritual princess in the Bible, and Bonai, which is Rabboni, like a teacher, like a rabbi, a woman preacher. I don't know why, but, you know, a lot of guys can't stand girl teachers. I'm not saying you need to, like, listen to a girl teacher and become you know, shepherded by a woman or anything, but I gotta be honest, like, the majority of people who are consistent with this stuff, who are daily in and out, they are usually female. It's just the way it has been. But back to the, um, well, there's a few more things. Don Basham podcast, you want to get that on your, whatever you do to listen to podcasts, Spreaker or iHeartRadio. I recommend Spreaker because it's like instantaneous. So when I upload another Don Basham, you will get it immediately. Um, Liz Walker, she is a female teacher from the 80s. So she was always in like small cell group meetings, but just has this brilliant, brilliant, passionate love stream with Jesus that just she understands the concept of the bride better than probably any other teacher that I've heard in recent years. Ern Baxter for a really, really all-encompassing cosmological perspective of the gospel and a man that worked with William Branham. I'm posting his sermons every chance I get. And faithbucks.com on our main website, we've got foundation stones. If you scroll to the bottom, those are classes with uh, an extremely high-powered individual that wants to do podcasts, he used to have a YouTube channel that um, we are putting out foundation stone classes in the form of like if you want to go out into the quantum realms and spirit travel and stuff you need to have a good foundation so we deal with like the super soldier programs and people that have been abducted by aliens and all that but before we go out and handle that stuff you need to know your bible you need to have a good solid foundation i was talking to richard yesterday richard williamson great man of god He's the guy that actually made the Don Basham picture that you can see with Obi-Wan on there. Hallelujah. So that's it for now. Let me continue in just a moment.
Hallelujah. If I really get going, it's it, we got to go from Genesis to Revelation and then just kind of touch upon things in between there. Like you got to insert yourself into the Bible and realize that the Bible is reality. The garbage that we're being fed all the time is not reality. I've been privileged to meet some very interesting folks, fringe Christians, mystic Christians, missionary Christians, and foundational Christians. And sometimes I'm spread out all over the map, like too little bread, too little better over too much bread. I want to see mountains, Gandalf, mountains. They should have given Frodo or Bilbo like a German accent just for fun. I want to go to see mountains, Gandalf. Notice that J.R.R. Tolkien didn't put any German anything in there. <laughs> Maybe they stole a little bit of Beowulf. Wolfie! So, we have very little time. Uh, the schedule is set for the end of the year to essentially begin the digital currency. The Mark of the Beast system will be implemented. The teachers, it seems like the guys usually, we're kind of like busy doing things that we feel like we need to get done. But is it really the most important thing? I don't know. We should be talking to one another. We should be like those who feared the Lord spoke often one to another and a book of remembrance was set up for them. So we should be more focused on what what is God doing than what is the world doing. And this is someone that I listen to a lot of Infowar podcasting kind of stuff. And I, I'm like almost too informed about what not to do, which is don't take the shot. You know, don't go and in, in, st- get stuck in any kind of situation where you got to wear a mask. Maybe move to the country if you can. And obviously have supplies that you need and learn some skills. Learn how to operate on like learn a skill and barter your skill with other people be a be willing to work hard and be willing to not work if need be if god tells you to like leave a job and go to the wilderness i went down to florida for a week and i'm getting phone calls from fedex from different little gigs that i have and they're all are you coming back are you coming back and even down in florida my mom's like could you stay a little longer could you stay a little longer and i'm realizing like Holy crap, like they're really gonna have to get robots rolled out soon. And then, oh my gosh, Elon Musk is like, Behold the Tesla bot Optimus. He will, uh, he's really gonna, he's, he's got many features, and uh, we, we really wanted to make it, uh, you know, affordable for everyone, like a, like a car. And, uh, well, this is the first time that he's, he's walking around uh, without his plug tethered in he uh we just didn't want him to fall over during the presentation so anyway uh yeah um would you guys like peace in ukraine would you like some peace i'm 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 willing to help Zelensky. why do you hate me you know that is the most demonic answer i think i've ever heard like that is a pure luciferian high level spirit of witchcraft and saruman the mouth of sauron you're going up to a man that is allowing his people to be butchered 
and is a freaking like gay dancer comedian being given he's like the guardian of tens of billions of dollars going through Ukraine being money laundered and you've got a man that's an actual leader that's an actual um, a pioneer a maverick whether we can trust him or not I don't but at least he's somebody that actually gets stuff done and he's saying hey can we strike a deal of peace in Ukraine and you know I'm, I'm giving you guys free internet for your military and stuff <laughs> and the answer that Zelensky it's like a stupid kind of a spirit but it's also very hyper infused with, with a devilish kind of an intelligence because it's speaking to the dumbed down people too that listen and he just says why do you hate me why do you hate Ukraine why do you why do you hate it's like the it's like the most narcissistic grody gutter level spirit of yak yucky nasty antichrist I've heard since uh, maybe dealing with pedophiles in Taiwan I mean I've dealt with that spirit before I know that thing that is a nasty nasty mother effing thing Elon Musk love him or hate him I don't think he's 100% pure evil I think he actually does want to get things done like hey do you guys all want to have nuclear war like do we really want to just fall into this next day hey uh, I'm putting the bill for all your internet you guys uh, maybe want to start paying that internet because maybe I should be getting a check from the Pentagon you guys are spending tens of billions of dollars that's going nowhere and threatening to turn it off the next day. He's like, you know what? All right, fine. I'll keep providing free internet. Fine. Very interesting situation that we have here. And the Tesla bots coming out, the Optimus bot, it looks, it looks friendly. It looks slow. It looks wonky because it's affordable. And it's going to start doing the jobs that all the video game nerds don't want to do. So get ready. And don't live in fear. Live in the word of God more than the newspaper pages. Live in the pages of your Bible more than the pages of the fluffiness. And realize, too, uh, who was it that said this? The joy of the Lord is your strength. When you are a Christian, Ern Baxter said this, the last Ern Baxter that I uploaded, just brilliant speech at the end of the pot, like even the last 10 minutes. If you can't listen to the whole thing, just listen to the last 10 minutes. It's so good. Our God is a, a God of joy. And if you're going to get connected up with the Holy Spirit, you're going to have real joy. The drug addict and the sex maniac and the drunkard never experience real joy. But when you give your life to God, he will make sure that you are filled with the spirit of joy. He, he says it way better than that. But he's right. Hallelujah. Sometimes I like my little music breaks more than like a, a an ad break, you know? But some of the sermons do have ad breaks just to let you know. They're kind of, it's kind of funny. It's like Don Basham preaching on and then it's like, hey, do you need new car insurance? It's 
like that Liam Neeson joke. It's like, I don't know who you are or how you got my phone number, but if you ever call me again about my auto's car insurance, I will find you and I will kill you. So we're driving along here, maybe putzing along a little bit. I'm not trying to make too many jokes out of um, disdain for the topic at hand. But we must not forget 9-11. We must not forget 2020 to 2022. We must not forget that Klaus Schwab is threatening another cyber lockdown. I mean, all they got to do is have a war with Taiwan and a limited nuclear war exchange with Russia and China and friends. And you've got yourself a nice limited World War Three, And you've got yourself basically a total lockdown of no more internet, no more electronics, no more working lights, nothing that has an on-off switch will work, basically. Because that would be... uh, And I don't think they really want that for long. It's going to be a, a fear tactic, a campaign to get you to give in and give up your liberty once again. That is the only thing they're really trying to do. And that is in preparation for the Antichrist system. Is We've got to get rid of your guns, your your freedom of speech, and then finally we got to take your Bibles. And most Christians don't even have a Bible on them anyway. They just kind of trust their phones, which is retarded. Oop, I see some mountains in the distance. Looks like we're going to get closer to some smoky mountains. And $3 gas. All right. But we have to be uh, uniting via spirit. Lay aside all your your prejudices. Oh, she's a woman preacher. Ew. Or, oh, what's this? It's just a little teenager reading the Bible. Uh, Where do you think the Holy Spirit is hovering? He's, He's hovering over the new... And the fatherless and the widows, you know, the, the single moms and and some of the people that we are, are reaching out to are kind of dabbling in the witchcraft arena that they've come out of and they're starting to learn about Jesus. You know, I know there's a special love for those people that we need to pay attention to, that God wants you to... I'm not talking about go to, like, gypsy ladies, psychic uh, thing talking about the the ones that are they're being battered they're being shut down they're being locked down they're being censored give them a little support like send them some some love in the spirit send some angels i don't know be spirit led but if you're if you're tanked up and your spirit machines and your engines god might send you some outer realms might send you to like go into a spiritual gulag like the one I just woke up from in my dream last night. Hallelujah. The army that we are putting together is not of human hands. It's, it's like the New Jerusalem. It's something that is outside of the realm of what we understand scientifically at this moment. However, um, if you're a nerd like me and you've played Metal Gear Solid, 
growing up or Death Stranding is the new one my brother just showed me down in Naples then you'll understand that there is a kind of a secret super soldier program uh, with very let's just say esoteric or maybe even occult kind of weaponry and interface and what does that look like I don't know but science is just now beginning to figure out the the, the language of quantum science and uh, quantum theology is a new term that is the concept I think that we are trying to reach towards and to have a bridge to, to people that are like new to all this stuff like what is spirit war what is spiritual warfare um, there are I went to bed last night I closed my eyes and I just saw so clearly as I was listening to a Liz Walker sermon the battle of the earth the, the forces of darkness the forces of the fallen ones dark angels and good angels and that that is a constant combat that is happening like non-stop in another dimension and then God the Father who sent his son to become one of us uniquely not of angelic makeup as it says in Hebrews the beginning of Hebrews or is that Romans he became a little lower than the angels so the, the plane that we are operating on is lower than the angel plane we are governing you know the roads and the cities and we're doing the our taxes and we've got to drive around we don't get to teleport we have to like clean our guns we don't have angel swords although we we do have access by faith and i saw this vision of god outside of the earth you know the earth is his footstool he stands above all the nations which are like a drop in the bucket before him he cares about the nations he cares about everybody but i saw this and i saw how jesus came and was crucified gives us his blood so that we may join God we may escape from sin and now we are engaged in this interstellar interdimensional multiverse multidimensional uh, quantum combat and our theology is beginning to reach down to trickle down and to touch and to interface with quote-unquote science and yet we've got to come back to the father in worship in prayer there's science that that covers that when people are praying when people speak in tongues when people are loving the lord when you operate in, in forgiveness and and deliverance i was listening to some tiktoker ex-psychic ex-witch whatever saying like here's how to get self-deliverance and i'm literally like praying while i'm walk driving into this town with Masonic temples with witchcraft garbage all over the place and I'm thinking wow this is crazy we roll in to a gas station last night this Mexican guy that can't speak a word of English has a flat tire banged up his rim needs help can't even speak English to get a tow truck in like way way inner Georgia somewhere and He's showing us his cracked up phone and he's like, look, I have cash. I can pay anything. I just need, 
I need a tow truck or I need a, a, a new tire plate. And so we called somebody to get him some help. But it was immediately minutes after praying a deliverance prayer and driving into this random town with all the demons and the witchcraft and the garbage and who knows what that meant. You know, like two Bashams arrive in a gas station, immediately get to help out some Mexican dude. I don't take credit for that, but I want to continue to connect with the spirit force, get info information, intel, be in prayer. That energy is potent. That is a palpable energy. Sharing your faith, stepping in and stepping out. Being a part of whatever God is doing at that moment. And then looking out at the, the physical world and seeing like, all right, where does God need me now? What does God want me to do now? Hallelujah. I'm driving by some high school. We're going through Homer, Georgia, and looks like a prison to me. Lord, release the captives. Release the children. They're trying to, to kill more children as the vaccines are being rolled out. I mean, we're, we're facing Saruman on all fronts. We have to assemble the spiritual armies of God. And it just means do whatever you can. God will do what you can't do. Hallelujah. So we're, uh, we're going to continue this Spirit Force talk. I'm going to be... Um, in studio as soon as I can back in North Carolina and meanwhile check out our forces of TikTok operation we're actually going to be stitching together thousands of little TikTok videos audio only so you'll be able to hear whatever God is telling his people don't be afraid to reach out to some of those people and and encourage them and if you don't have the app then you can listen and just pray as you as you hear pray for these different voices these all represent fires of faith and networks of angels that are battling against the demonic, the demonic forces. God stands outside of the, all of this. So we need to approach God and then turn around and look at the earth and watch the incredible Star Wars level, Lord of the Rings level battles that are taking place. It's amazing. Once you see it, you can't go back. Once you read the book of Revelation and you understand it for yourself, you will know that this is worth not just dying for. This is worth living for every day. All right, y'all. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we will be back. Hallelujah. <laughs>